Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Why not text us? On eight twelve fifteen, or follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or, or, or then again, you could uh, maybe contact us through the Absolute Radio website. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, Frank. <clears throat> Thanks. Morning, a- Alan. What did you get, um, Mrs. Cockrell? Morning, Jim. Nothing so far. Nothing, Frank. <laughs> no. <laughs> what did you get, Kathy? Well, nothing shall come from nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Bit of Shakespeare early on. King Lear, innit? It is King Lear. Well done, sir. <laughs> what did you get, Kathy? You might be oh, tight-fisted, but you know your plays. <laughs> <laughs> I know my plays. <laughs> I do know my plays. He knows his plays. <laughs> I know my plays in the world. you got glitter um, on your nose, eh? Um... If Valentine's. that's the spot, you're going to feel so bad in a minute. No, no, it, 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 it was a shiny sorry. spot. It really okay. did. Um, okay, well... In fact, will you guide my sleigh tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves whilst I remove it. Okay. Don't worry about it. No. It's, it's radio. you glad you didn't meet mm-hmm. me in the 90s. Oh, you did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Yeah, so, um, I, I, um, I, well, yes, I did get a small. I got a small. What did you get? Bit. Well, I don't know. She might not have opened it yet. Oh, okay. Did you get her a card? It's a radish. <laughs> a radish? No, Lovely. Not really. I'm trying to eat a lot of cruciferous Card, yes, vegetables. I got a card. Do you say love Frank or will you be my valentine? I always say, say be my valentine. You have to say that. Be my valentine. Oh, lovely. Evidently, I don't. Oh, <laughs> I you, you don't have really to rattled say. Emily that I said I don't join you. Did you get a card, Em? I did. I got a gift as well. Mm. Woohoo! Oh, mm. Prepared to say what the gift was? Mind your own business. Okay. Oh. No, it was a very middle-class Valentine's gift. It was tickets to a production of Sweeney Todd. (laughs) Hummus. Sweeney Todd. Mm. Sweeney Todd at the uh, E&O. Are you going to the opening night? No. Oh, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Victory is mine! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, that'll be um, tremendous. Mm. Ken Dodd as the barber. Yeah. Surprise yeah. casting, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think it's quite a good idea. Love is like a violin. <laughs> I didn't know you could do Ken Dodd. Oh, oh, God. It's Mike always Kendall. nice when you stumble <laughs> on another impersonation. Mike Ken Dodd is, uh, <laughs> I was going to say legendary. Oh, I got a Valentine's card from Nugget as well. Oh, yeah, Nugget. I was, I was trying to tell you earlier, but Frank doesn't like it when I get fan mail. He always changes That's the subject. So not he does. True. Honestly, I got two pieces of fan mail Anyway, this I was morning. watching the telly this week. <laughs> <laughs> I got some fan mail from America, and I got a Valentine's card from Nugget. What fan mail from America you speak of? It's from a, a f- character in Maine. Oh, He printed yeah. out a picture of me on Twitter and asked me to sign it. Nice. Hmm. Maybe I should say to him, banger, and he'd say, no, no, really, I just want w- one dinner. Um, oh. Banger, Maine. It's a place. Oh. <laughs> Give my love to 1994, you <laughs> period. <laughs> have you not heard of Banger, Maine? <laughs> yes, I have. I haven't. Well, anyway, that, Nugget, now. thanks for the Valentine's card, and I appreciate that, as you say yourself, I am happily married. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, can I talk about what I saw on the telly this week? Yes, please do. Yeah. I've watched quite a lot of television this week, more television than oh, I've yeah. watched for many a long year and oft. Oh, like a pensioner. Yeah. You know, those, do you ever get those weeks when you think, television is brilliant? Yeah. I've forgotten how brilliant it was. Um, maybe I should try doing some brilliant television instead of my oh, genuine, on, my general run of the mill stuff. Done. 
But, um, don't do this. I don't think I should do that. No, I don't think you should beat yourself up on the radio. It's okay. not good. Um, so, um, it, there's a programme called The Gift. Oh, um, yeah. Started on... You, you, you wouldn't like no. it. It <laughs> doesn't sound like my that's cup a, of tea. That's the horror channel for Alan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, what happens is that people um, get the chance to either thank or apologise to people from their past. Oh. No. Oh. No, it's not for me. Not for me? No, you'd be surprised. Mm. It was good. I thought, I thought, Let oh, no, go. I'm not sure about this. And then I was, uh, you know, you know, I was off to bed. I mean, it was nine o'clock. Yeah. What? And, um, Can I do a programme called Let It Go, in which you don't apologise to people from your past? <laughs> Let it go. That's yeah. Good. I, like, um, I, I, what was missing for me was that you don't, you can't go back and demand an apology from someone <laughs> from your past. That's what I would have oh, liked. Yeah. No, but I was leaving the room. And it started, I thought, I'll watch the first bit standing on. And then I did that thing when I sat on the arm of the sofa. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to watch this. I watched about the first 20 minutes on the arm of the sofa. I, had, I actually put a western saddle over it for effect. Nice. <laughs> and then I uh, settled down and watched the whole damn thing. Did you like it? I, I must... I don't... Yes. Oh. I, I was sort of hooked by it. It did start yes. me thinking, who would I want to say sorry and thank you? Too. I can think of a few. Yeah. Anyone I went out with for more than a week, <laughs> sorry. And anyone I went out with for less than two days, thank you. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, what's happened? Oh, we uh, stopped talking. We've had a we've had a text. Have joke. I said something wrong? It's a joke of well, sorts. Yes. I think. Oh, we've had but a that's joke. not why you stopped talking. Nine one four has texted, and uh, and I, I like that he's getting into the spirit of this. And at first, I thought um, that we'd done a, a bit of a public service. Uh, from Ginger Steve, thank you for reminding me that today is Valentine's Day. So far, so good. I thought excellent. We've helped him out. Mm. I had forgotten, but I've managed to book a table. I'm taking a chance, as I'm not sure that she even likes snooker. See, he's oh, done a little gag. He's good. put a gag in it's there. Yeah. I like it. It's good. 914. Uh, well done, 914. Of course, when you said it, I thought, well, he won't have booked a table this time in the morning in a restaurant. Online? He could have gone online. Can you go online? You're so trusting, Frank. I love yeah. that about you. I mean, it's Valentine's Day. Can you imagine it? Mm. Um, out there. Okay. There is another email that I'll have to find because it's disappeared now. So That's you'll okay. just have don't, to. Uh, don't feel oh. bad about it. 514 so. is confirming that television is indeed brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Thank the Lord for Edison. That's yeah. from Neil. Yeah. Um, it's good that we come on radio to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's what everyone in radio, of course, thinks. Yeah, that think is a worry. Are. But, you know, they're always... Well, not me, obviously, so I've come the other way. I won't have a word said against <laughs> radio because I'm so impressed and excited, and you were too, because Mike Reed came in here this morning and asked to borrow some bread. He did. Well, he actually <laughs> said, can I borrow some toast? I think the hint was that we were supposed to toast it for him. Oh, were we? <laughs> what did you say? He just said, yeah, no problem. Well, I'm, I'm still quite excited that Mike Reed I was. comes in. I'm yeah. just, I wish he'd just chuck in the odd uh, quiz question. I felt like we were on the Saturday Superstore. I love a pop quiz. Yeah, oh. You love a quiz, don't you? <coughs> I love, love a quiz of all kinds. So anyway, the gift. So I was thinking about who I'd say sorry to. And um, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, I, I tell you what, I once said sorry to Sophie Ellis-Bexter. Oh, yeah. Because I... Um, You're a bit mean well, to her. Well, we know what you said. You said... Yes. 
You said, why the wide face? Oh, I did, yes, yeah. at the Brits. Let's not put salt in it. She it's might often, be a listener it, now. It's hard to, uh, well, I have apologised formally. How often the Brits comes up on this show, my <laughs> lowest? <laughs> In, in my in my career, it's a sort of my version of the night they drove old Dixie down or whatever. The uh, you know it was that it was my bleakest. Ninety <laughs> percent of the time, it comes up because of me. Let's be honest. Yes, you but, bring it up. But it's fine. I think it's good to have something to keep you humble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, but I did at that's school a flaw in your Persian rug, Frank. At school, yes, exactly. At school, I um, I was part of the bully gang. You Were say. you? Yes. I'm disappointed. Yes. So was I. Uh, yeah, and I'll tell you what's uh, the interesting thing about it. I mean, obviously, it's a terrible thing. Um, and I, I could go and seek out some of those boys now and say, sorry about I didn't actually, I didn't do much physical stuff. I, I did the I did the, the jokes, the verbals. A bit like moving your coffee table upstairs, isn't it? Yeah, you, it's a bit you, like that. You did the sort of I instructing. Always, <laughs> I always think I was, I was a sort of... Uh, I was the the bully gang's artist in residence. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the foreman of the works. But obviously it's a terrible thing, bullying, and, uh, well, it is nowadays, then it was accepted as part of life. But, um, we were glad of the exercise. <laughs> but, um, I'd like to, um, I, so I, I could imagine going back and apologising. Mm-hmm. Would to, you? To them. Yeah. And maybe go back to the kids I didn't bully, just for a quick dead leg. Yeah. <laughs> Even things out. But I do, uh, I can't help thinking, a lot of comedians, when you hear comedians interviewed or read their autobiographies, they often say, yes, oh, well, I was bullied at school, and, you know, that's why I, I became a comedian. But mm. I would say being a bully at school is much better practice for being a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true. Yeah, it's, mm. it's, 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 a very, it's a simple step, then, to being on stage. So these people say, yeah, I was bullied at school, and that's how I learnt, blah, blah, blah. And you see them on stage saying, that, you know, fat bloke comes in a bit late, and they say, oh, you've been jogging, have you, mate? And you think, hold on a minute, you were bullied at school. <laughs> no, so, um, yeah, so I'd go back and say sorry to those kids. I'm not going to uh-huh. name them. That's nice, though. And the thank yeah. you. Have you thought of a thank you? Yes. Friend? There's another kid from school called Christopher Watts. Oh, yeah. Who was... Glad we're protecting his my, anonymity. That's my story. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, called Mr X. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well and dealt with there, Frank. Yeah, uh, thanks. Malcolm, was it? Clear. We can do it in the edit. <laughs> yeah. Live, you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what God. happened with him? So, um, I think I might have to tell you after the adverts, but... Oh, um, you're teasing us with Christopher it, Watts. <laughs> yeah. Cliffhanger sounds like more bullying, doesn't Watts it? Christopher Watts anecdote coming up. <laughs> but I wish I could have what he has got. <laughs> oh, thanks for not getting that. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. So, um, Christopher Watts was this kid at school. Oh, glasses, yeah. National Health Glasses. And uh, there was this girl in our class who was, like, the prettiest. This, uh, this is on, honestly when we were about uh, six. I think you've gone too soon into this. It's like, you've got to save it. To, it should be, like, the end guest on the chat show, shouldn't uh, no. it? <laughs> well, they might be dead now. They're, you know, they're my age. OK. And, um, and they haven't <laughs> had Another my... Another very undepressing things you've said. <laughs> well, they probably haven't had my easy life. So, um... That's one of the positive things that you said. <laughs> so there was good. a girl called Annette who was the prettiest girl in the class. So we were, we were ch- tiny children, yes. all of us. So um, he did the... I tell you, was the big band at the time was Freddie and the Dreamers. Uh-huh. So this kid, um, he got some of his mates together and they did, at the end of the day, the, the teacher said, oh, Christopher's going to do... A, I said, well, hold it. <laughs> What's it. What about the, you know... What about our um, lessons and things? Well, I mean, it's mainly the sand pit. <laughs> So he did uh, a Freddie and the Dreamers, 
and I could see he his serenaded like a, a performance. Yeah. He got yeah. yeah, he got he got up because he had glasses on, so he was halfway there. Because Freddie and Freddie in the oh, dream, you know, yeah. Freddie Freddie Garrity. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you know, Freddie Garrity breeds contempt. <laughs> and um, so he He's did up in that bed all night, and he became the star like, of the class. And uh, and then I bet uh, that went down well with you. Well, I t- I, what I'd go back and thank him for is showing me um, the advantages of being in show business. Mm. <laughs> because after that, Annette thought he was marvellous. And then, can I tell you the pathetic ending to this oh. story? This is so but About a week later, I said to... I got some mates together, and I said to the oh, teacher... Oh, I feel sick. I know what you're going to do. Oh, I no. feel sick. I said, can we, can we do a performance? Oh, you oh, didn't. No. And what's even worse, what did we do? We did Freddie and the <laughs> Dreamers. So we even did the same thing. And I, I wore sunglasses, because I hadn't got any glasses, so I wore that. And, oh, uh, and on your lips it ha- sounded hollow, I'm afraid. I mean, we were better, but we were second. Yeah. And, um... And the terrible thing was, I remember after, m- afterwards he said to me, you don't really wear glasses. <laughs> and he was right. Good point well yeah, made. It was, it? Yeah, but the fact that we did, why did we do Freddie and the Dream? Yeah. Well, because you were intensely competitive. I oh, know, but we had the whole of Mercy beat to So did you go out with Annette after that? No. Oh. We didn't go out. We were six. But, but Annette... We didn't go out. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know what happened to her. Oh, okay. If you're listening, Annette, it's all right. I'm over it now. Don't bother texting me. <laughs> Frank, I would like to apologise to James. I must have been about eight. Okay. And he wrote me a letter uh, saying he loved me. Mm, nice. And I didn't love him. So I asked my mother, I said, what should I do? She said, you need to tell him. You need to put him out of his misery. Okay. So I wrote him a letter back. I, I've still got it, actually. Did he live locally? Yeah, but people wrote to each other in those days. He lived in Highgate, eight I lived old, in Highgate. Eight-year-olds wrote mm-hmm. to each other. Welcome to my probably, class. Probably with a quill from Emily's bank. And <laughs> I wrote it on Muppet notepaper. Oh, that's not correct. When I say Muppet, it had a sort of... Uh, um, it was in a little oval. It was sepia photograph of Sattler and Waldorf. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I said, Dear James, I said, um, Thank you for your letter, but I'm afraid I do not love you. Okay. I said, I cannot love you. <laughs> I, I cannot, cannot love you. That's better, that's yeah. better. Was he, was he working class? That's more Jane Austen, I cannot. No, he wasn't working class. No. no. His mother produced Swap Shop. <laughs> Probably knows my wow. read. Oh, OK. Um, and then I said oh, at the end... I bet you've got some toys, leftover toys. Oh, yeah. I said, I cannot love you. I said, P.S., I like you better than Tom Cole Adams. <laughs> I think that was quite was nice. Was another kid at school? Yeah. I'm yeah, put him in a league table. That's going to make him feel better. He's not in the relegation oh, zone. It hurts so much in that that age. Though. It seems Steady. silly now, but it does hurt. Yeah, I like the fact it was on Muppet uh, Notepaper. No, but even then, you being dumped on Muppet Notepaper. Even I then, still, you were pulling the strings. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I uh, I ended my marriage on uh, Muppet Notepaper. <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together. The Frank Skinner Show. Radio. I'm not sure I really understand this gift programme. It's just people find someone from the past that they should have said sorry to. Or thank you. Yeah. Or thank you. And then they go up and they say it. And I it, don't mean like someone who held the door open for you in 2008. I oh, see, that's my problem with this show, is that I'm an over-sorrier. I, I scatter sorries about to people in the service industry like they're going out of fashion. Oh, like, such oh, a nice guy. Or thank you. Like, someone putting something down, thank you. And then I sometimes say sorry for how many times I've said thank you. It's... It's a disgrace. I'm You're firing, disproving mate. the old adage that sorry seems to be the <laughs> hardest <laughs> word. 
I reckon yeah. you had quite a temper on you when you were a, a young'un. Oh, yeah, when I was a young'un I had a temper. Actually, yeah, I should maybe look up... Um, in case you don't know, okay, new readers, Alan um, killed two people in a McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in 2004. Yeah, but it's... He served his time. In, served Strath- my time. in Strathclyde, I believe. And, uh, yes. And I can apply for jobs on, like this. Just I just put spent in the column for... Uh, well, you Whatever know, we were encouraged that, you know, you'd done your time, <laughs> you retained character. It was a special scheme you were part of. I did fight a lot at school. I think he was I'm overcharged. <laughs> I'm not, um... <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not going back and saying sorry to the people I fought at school, because that was all with me being in the right. I fought a I love lot. why you've moved on. Yeah. I, no, but I was in the right. They were bullies, and, in, in fact, maybe What's I wrong should... wrong with that? Maybe. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm, 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 can I say there is definitely something wrong with that? Maybe I should find them and thank them because uh, you know they brought out my temper, which yeah, they toughened you up. Quite, now you can handle a, a, bit, a rough, rough and tumble stand-up comedy crowd. Yeah, yeah, I wonder. Hmm. Um, well, you can ask. You see, Frank and I both, it's clear, made a decision to be with the cool kids, if you like. Right. Well, we were both slightly clinging on by our fingertips. Yeah, but in there weren't ways. actually any cool kids in our school, I don't okay. think. But mm. I like that Freddie and the Dreamers with the glasses? He sounds nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> Freddie and the Dreamers is not that cool to be a, <laughs> an, a tribute act. True. You were made for me. I think uh, you don't know Freddie and the Dreamers back catalogue. <laughs> I have thought of a sorry that I could say, but it wasn't accepted at the time, so I suspect it might not be now. When oh, I was a younger tried man, it. okay. When I was a younger man, I was once um, I was being un- uncommonly for me, I was being chatted up by a very attractive girl in Stoke upon Trent when oh. I was, uh, oh. and I'd I'd been Why? drinking. Why aren't you talking? I, I think this would be my early twenties. Lovely. And, mm-hmm. uh, and you've been drinking. Lovely. I had been drinking, and and I. Whilst talking to this girl, I was getting quite excited, thinking, oh, my God, it seems that she fancies me. She was asking me questions about myself, which is a big tell, isn't it? Um, um, I don't know. She, d- she was wearing a police uniform. <laughs> <laughs> Not many girls had asked me questions about myself at that stage. Okay. Well, what sort of basic I, biographical information? Yeah, stuff like that. What you up to, you know, that sort of thing. And, and I turned away to stifle a little gaseous burp that I had in the back of my throat. And I vomited through my fist. Oh. And adjacent to her... And uh, oh. and then I rushed off to the bathroom and cleaned myself up and came back to apologise. And whenever I said, oh, sorry about that, she just turned her back on me <laughs> and just would not... Like, it was oh. almost like cat and mouse. She just wouldn't... So, I mean, I've already tried that apology, but I suppose I could get the gift crew to take me, find her, and um, and maybe see if she'll accept it yet. That's sickening. Of course, the great payoff to this story is that Gaseous Burp changed his name <laughs> to Muhammad Ali. He became, a, became an icon. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, I'll tell you what, I, uh, occasionally on this show, we speak of uh, mispronunciations. Oh, yeah. And I'm a great fan of the mispronunciation. I love the mm-hmm. idea that people can go through life hearing a word pronounced one way mm-hmm. and they pronounce it another. And I know I did this myself with Stephen Gerrard. Uh, we do. also had somebody saying uh, last week when we were talking about birthdays, somebody texted saying... They say birthdays. Frank, no, Frank, it's birthday, not birthday. Which birthday. Is a, birthday. Well, you can't help that. Well, she always say birthday, don't I? No. Who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> but it's a. Uh, They'll be telling me in a minute. It's not, it isn't Chimbley. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I heard. Um, I heard. Uh, 
I was listening to this podcast and this guy was talking about. Oh, look at you with your podcast. Oh yeah, yeah be it, on the box sets next. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Zoella. <laughs> no, it was. She's a blogger who just got into the bloggers. All yeah. oh, right. I just met her. Well, I didn't meet her actually. I was. He's I getting friendly her. with them now. Yeah, they're you a phenomenon. She's a phenomenon. She's an online phenomenon. I didn't meet her online. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting at? I just thought say you would meet a blogger in it. Yeah, but I, oh, look, she did bake <laughs> off, and I was. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> defensive. So um, started it with look. Never a good sign. <laughs> look. So. um... <laughs> Yeah, so this guy was talking about writing for the BBC and, you know, the whole process. And, and he was talking to a, a younger group of people. And he said, so he said, you know, the, it, I didn't get it back from ages and then they wanted this. He said, and I thought to myself, wow, th these dudes are slow moving. And he meant dudes. And he oh. thought you said oh, it's didn't. dudes. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, and I felt... I'm feeling oh. it again now. Oh. I felt like somebody was was just running a scrubbing brush up the up my back. Nice. Oh. I don't like oh, it. That would oh, be all right. That. I wouldn't mind yeah. that. I would but enjoy I mean, that. No, I did that. Oh, don't... Yeah. Oh, he said dude. Also, it sounds potentially offensive. I hope David Baddiel wasn't listening. No, I don't think he meant <laughs> that. Yeah. I'm sure he didn't mean that. But um, it reminded me when I was in a band once. We were rehearsing in a in a. You weren't doing church. all the young dudes, were you? <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them. <laughs> I was doing my best. <laughs> and uh, this policeman turned up, and uh, this was in the like the early seventies. And we, because there'd been a complaint about the noise coming from this church hall, and he, he tried. He did the community policing. All right, come on, lads. You know, you have to turn it there. And he said, "So have you done any jigs yet?" Oh, oh. oh. but. I was listening, um, Melvin Bragg. Yes. Melvin Bragg. Does, um, he does a Radio 4 thing where they, t they take a subject from history every week and he has experts on who talk about it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Don't yeah. tell me there was a mispronunciation on Melvin well, Bragg. No, well, it was amazing. They, they were talking about um, one of Bruegel's paintings. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. it's, it's like uh, uh, Lenten and... Uh, the very famous one. Yes. yes. Well, there's many. But anyway, they were talking about that. And I like a bit of Bruegel, so I thought I'll mm. tune in. And they had a woman on who was they had a couple of experts. When this, I think she was the second or third expert, she said, well, the thing is with Bruegel. <laughs> is, and I oh. thought, why? And he didn't say anything. She kept saying Bruegel. No, you'll find that'll be some obscure Flemish sort of regional pronunciation. And she mm. was just digging her toes. She's gone in. meta. She's gone meta, that's what she's done. But everyone else on there was saying Bruegel, and she was saying Bruegel. Well, let's call the whole thing... <laughs> Flemish, <laughs> but um, I've, I think I've lost that, lost the audience with the Bruegel stuff. You think so? Oh, I don't know. No, they're, no. Probably, they're probably all enjoying some Bruegels right show. now. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not those. They're like. Oh, have I really misunderstood this? It's like, a, it's like a painting thing. Oh, I thought it was a oh. breakfast chat. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why this is playing. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us on 8.12.15. Tweet us at Frank on the radio. Email us via the Absolute Radio website. I was looking for a bit of variety with that link. 
We've had an email, actually. Um, we have more than one. Yeah, we've had an email that I'd like to bring to your attention, guys, to titled Bullying. Morning, guys. Not uh, surprised uh, Frank... Uh, uh. <laughs> not surprised Frank and Emily had times in their childhoods when they were bullies. They still do it every week to Alan. Oh. When are you going to let him off the hook for Descartes? <laughs> Never. <laughs> there you I go. don't know. We should set a date, Descartes Day. <laughs> well, that's a good idea. That's <laughs> yeah. the last time we mentioned it. Is there a statute of limitations on Descartes? That's a good idea. If we find out when Descartes' birthday was, mm. we, can, we can work. Oh, <laughs> oh that's a different bloke. <laughs> <laughs> now, Descartes, that's a, it's a little um, delivery service that works around mm-hmm. my way. <laughs> What's old and rather unfair is that I did. Um, Life? <laughs> Wine Mariner? Yes. And. I don't get in as much trouble. I know. It's amazing, really. Yeah. I wear as I pronounce everything perfectly on the show. Yep. It's that's, your birthday. That's the <laughs> way. I don't, I don't say that. <laughs> I really don't say that. Maybe it was, it was like Burt Reynolds' Very birthday good work, and I was doing Al. a pod. Join the bullying crew. No, that, don't. That, that yeah. was terrible. Be good in the bullying game. Frank, we've had an email in, which I rather enjoyed, which hmm? is a reference to the fact that you played a Gary Newman track at some point. Yes. On one of our portals. Our friend's electric. Yeah. Paul Johnston has emailed us to say, thanks for playing our friend's electric. Gary is great. This is Gary Newman. Hmm. Uh, he used to live at the, ha- at the house behind my parents. Ah. His brother did puppet shows <laughs> with him playing backing music <laughs> on synth. Oh, good. Oh, when brilliant. We were kids growing up in Stanwell in the 70s. Great times. That's brilliant that Gary was still on the synth, though. <laughs> even then. Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine that? <clears throat> Hello, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, Gary Newman, and still doing it. Also brilliant for that person if someone says, oh, I'm a big fan of Gary Newman, have you seen him? And him saying, yeah, I've seen him play the <laughs> accompaniment to puppet shows. I've <laughs> 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 seen him do a few gigs in pretty, our shed. Pretty exclusive work. We've oh, also marvelous. had a, a missive in from 163. Hi, guys. OK, we'll let you off for hi, guys. In reference to singing Crazy Horses after oh, yes. someone's name, which you often do, Frank. So I an do, example of gonna, how you do I'll, it. I'll give you an example if I can. If I can. Don't find, you? Don't, okay. Can you not say the name of anyone who's in the no. news in a controversial <laughs> manner? No, I won't do that. Okay. So it's sort of Gary Newman. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. Okay. So one six three continues. If someone lists a load of places, I also sing pop music at the end. I like, do that. Well, he says it's like London, Paris, yeah. everybody talk about pop music. I work in a logistics place, so I get to sing it most days. That's yes. So if anyone says to me, yeah, I've been to, like, Bolton, Barnsley, I've got... Everyone's talking about pop music. That's mm. brilliant. We are we are brothers in uh, in that tune. Mm. Lovely. Just, so, just FYI, I'll never say I've been to Bolton, Barnsley. <laughs> no. The Maldives. Unless they start opening restaurants in London named after northern towns and cities. <laughs> That's a good idea. It's pretty unlikely. That would be good. Mm. Pretty unlikely, I think. So, um, oh, just scratching. Mm. So, are any of us going to see Fifty Shades of Grey? Big week for you and your friends in the S&M community, isn't well, it? Well, I do say <laughs> that, but I th- we were so let down by uh, 12 Years a Slave. <laughs> <laughs> But, no. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? Well, nowhere near enough chains. I mean, we were, uh, you know. But, but um, <laughs> so I think I What's think. What's wrong with you? I think this one is going to be too. Uh, it'll be too shiny. Do you know what I mean? Do you think so? Oh yeah. I think it looks good. 
I don't like the... It um, looks good. As if you're going to shell out for Mrs Cockrell to go and see that. You wouldn't <laughs> no, even buy a card. A, you wouldn't even say bloke, Happy Valentine's Day. That bloke on the market... That sells them in, in envelopes. Yeah. Like a Ken Loach film, your Valentine's Day. Yeah, I'll just wait a year and get it from the calf. <laughs> Do you know, um, they had gonna to go put on in? extra screening. Am I going to go? Of course I'm not going to go. Sure? Okay. We're going Sunday. No, oh, I'm, yeah. no I'm not going. I might watch it. I haven't read the books. No, me neither. My dad bought them for me. Did he? Uh, yes. It was a strange uh, birthday present a few years back. Um. <laughs> All three volumes. I didn't read them because I worry that it might read a bit like... You know when something's been translated, like, via Babelfish or something on the computer? Yes. I think it might read a bit like that. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I'll enjoy the film, but Simon Cowell's going. Yes, he is. Lock up your daughters. Mm. I'm going to play some nice music and then we talk about this. I've got... I've got balance. A, I have a serious <laughs> problem with the whole phenomenon. Absolute... 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I'll be going. Will you be going, Frank? No. Okay. I'll um, tell, tell you for why. Mm-hmm. I don't like... I'll tell you what, it's, it's sort of... Uh, I think it's the middle-class version of a dirty film. Yeah. The way that... It, oh, here we cr- go. Crouching, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That's not a dirty film. No, it was a kung fu film for middle-class people. Yeah. They didn't, oh, they yeah. didn't want to go and watch um, Enter the Dragon or Kung Fu the Head Crusher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't like that. If people must have these things, they should go to the internet and dig and deep. All football films are for middle-class people as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah. But these are for people who think that sexual liberation is best symbolised by the Wicked Willy calendar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not what it's about. So I just... I, it won't be That's going. That's not what it's about for you and Do your you friends, Do you feel like an it? early Smiths no. fan? Um, I am an early Smiths <laughs> fan. <laughs> no, in the sense that you were there first. Uh, well, I... God, I, I had so had that with Eminem. Don't say that. <laughs> I went to see Eminem at the Astoria. That's a little kick, yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, and then by the time I saw him at Wembley, there was mm. kids with dyed hair, little tiny kids with dyed hair and big white T-shirts on. And one leg rolled oh, up. Um. Anyway, so no, I, I don't. Um, and as we were saying this morning, um, the people doing this, the people in the film, do not look like the sort of people who generally get no. involved in these activities. <laughs> you mean the, they're attractive? What do you mean? The, well, because of the people I know who have, and this is breakfast radio, so you have to be mm. careful, but the sort of, you know, swinging and piercing and, and all that. And the, you know, well, look at Pierce. Pierce. It can't suggest that no. they no, behave in that way. Maybe that was wrong. I'll take them out. I'm just trying to think of clean things I can refer But that group, those groups, yeah. that nearly everyone involved in them... We're allowed to say BDSM, I believe. All that, yeah. They, they mainly look like John Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> and, and as for the men... <laughs> God, that's such an old comedy trope. I, I know, it. but you know but, what? It, it landed. No, yeah. but do you know what I mean? It, that, so, I do know what I you like, mean, and I like that. I like the women that all because, look a bit like Elton John, don't well, they? Well, I think they, you know, mm-hmm. because that seems to work. I don't think people like the Dakota. Mm-hmm. What's she called? Dakota Channing. Is it? Is that her name? No. I don't know. Uh, Griffiths. 
Johnson. She's Don Johnson's daughter, isn't she? Oh, that's right. We're going going well with this. And the Mm -hmm. bloke, I think, is... um, Jamie Dornan. He used to go out with Kira Knightley. Yeah, he's a Calvin Klein model ex. You are. I'm I'm not. (laughs) No, I think he's uh, Calvin Classics, I heard. Oh, Oh, was it? Calvin Classics model. Yeah, that's that's what I could be. I just think, if you're going to go down that road... Yeah. You've got to have a bit of money, let's be honest. Have you? Yeah. Well, I just think there's nothing someone taking you around B&Q... To get bits and bobs. There's a lot of talk of B&Q in this story. A lot of talk of B&Q. Simon Cowell banging on about, oh, then we'll be going to B&Q and, uh... What do people get from B&Q that they think can be used in... I think duct tape. Oh, my God, naive much. Duct tape and rope. Oh, all that stuff. All that stuff. See, if my wife said to me, oh, we're going to go and watch... My wife. Fifty Shades of Grey. (laughs) Just a bit of a BDSM material. And then we're going to B&Q. I'd be worried. I wouldn't be worried that there would be some kind of, uh kinky behaviour following up. I'd worry about the DIY that I might have yes. to do at some point in the <laughs> future. What about when I went to B&Q and I, was, I, was, I just <laughs> bought a flat and I, I saw these lights with like metal grids over them and I thought, yeah. I thought these are great, I'm going to get these in, put these in every room, I love them. They're uh-huh. really sort of like craft work, uh-huh. neo-industrial. So I bought these. And I said, someone to put... Uh, so I was talking to the person who was with me in the queue. I said, someone to put one in, one in the kitchen and one in the... And uh, the bloke on the thing says, um, them, them for a garage. <laughs> oh. I said, sorry, he said, D- them, them for a garage. I said, I, I know normally they are, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put them in, you know, the living room and stuff. And there was a long pause, and oh. he said, them for a garage. <laughs> <laughs> Immovable um, rigidity. <laughs> the Guardian. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. We have a thing on this show called uh, idiotic eureka moments when you don't get something until much, much, much later. So, yes. um, like um, Sooty and Sweep, are both sort of um, ponds on chimney sweeping. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just struck me for the first time that Fifty Shades is called that um, because he knocks Fifty Shades out of her. Is that... I don't know. Is that not right? Is it? Uh, someone will let us know, no, won't they? No, I don't think it is that, Frank. <clears throat> OK. I mean, the lead fits, character fits is... perfect. That's though. not what it is. The lead character is called Christian Grey, isn't it? Which, yeah. Which I think is a shade on the Dulux colour chart. I think we did our skirting boards, Christian Grey. Yeah. Yeah, I think nice. that was... Uh, yeah, I the, think that was... Good. Uh, all these like women that's what it that is. Jamie Dornan. I don't nerf. get it, mate. You've got a nerve having Christian Grey in your ass. Exactly. <laughs> Isn't there an atheist black? <laughs> that's what we should have gone for. <laughs> it didn't um it didn't work with the uh, walls which we'd gone for the uh, agnostic yellow. But I don't know. We can keep doing these if we want to get up to all fifty if you want. With I like, 47 um, to I like go. heathen green. Oh nice. <laughs> mm. That's what I've got, Frank. <laughs> I found the walls came tumbling down. My um my wife gets very vexed about uh, about this uh, what film the Fifty Shades of Grey film. She said she got really annoyed the other day, saying, "I wish the papers had stopped calling it mummy porn." I hate that phrase. And uh, can you say it? Can you say it? I porn think, I yeah, think so. Can say yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. But it made me immediately think of uh, like the, the big creatures with bandages on. I thought, well, it'll sell a lot of tickets in Egypt. What do you it? mean, like <laughs> these creatures? <laughs> <laughs> mummy on oh. the Orient Express. Yes, indeed. Oh, Frank. Frank's got a T-shirt with a, a mummy. Sadly, on I've it. got a T-shirt with the Doctor Who episode on it that I was in. I don't know yeah. what to <laughs> quite to say about that. I mean, what if I wore the Triffids T-shirt? Yeah, <laughs> I'd be happy with that. Would you? 
Yeah, what if Where I wore an Always sent? and Everyone TV? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Conveniently ignoring Train again. <laughs> the elephant in the room. Yeah. Um, but yeah, two mummies getting off with each other wouldn't be a, a box office smash, would it? Although you would be able know. to say, hey, you two, get a tomb. <laughs> get a tomb. Oh, get a tomb. It's good, it's good. I like it. Thanks, thanks. I'm happy with that. I'm pleased. We've had a text in, actually. It's quite a serious one, I'll warn okay. you. People shouldn't watch Fifty Shades because of its BDSM. They shouldn't watch it because the main guy is emotionally manipulative and abusive to the girl, and it's a poor example of true BDSM from a oh. BDSM purist, I'm guessing. Well, I think that could be a fair point. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm... Yes, well, What I do you agree. think? As someone within the community, Frank, as a spokesperson <laughs> for the community, how do you feel about I this? I think this person makes a valid point. That kind of psychological control thing mm-hmm. is, uh, is, is a bit bleak. Yeah. Let's face it. Mm. I mean, it's God, not for me. Don't we get me. enough from advertising? This is commercial radio, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. We can change that. Can we what's, change that in the... What's Still Mike, life. What's Mike <laughs> Reed going to think of this? <laughs> Relax. Oh, don't play that. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Uh, so we read that text about um, BDSM a moment ago, and we've mm. had a follow-up answer from Neil in Penge saying uh, that BDSM yeah, bloke... That, that was the command that he was given. <laughs> 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 He's saying that BDSM bloke is bound to say that. Oh, oh very good. I don't I know like if it that. was it. Was it a bloke? Um, I don't know. No. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. But, but no, I'm happy with the pun. Don't assume. Um, and I believe we're about to... Because uh, if you assume... Yeah, you, met, you get oh, all yeah. sorts of oh, things don't wrong. Say that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm still a bit embarrassed about me saying what you're looking at when you're looking at my face. I mean, suddenly looked at yes. me and went, "What are you looking at?" <laughs> yeah. Took me back What's to going on? 1978 in Birmingham. Can I be honest? <laughs> I was into it. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was it actually was looking at more of that guy. Do you know what it was? It was a bit Top Gun. Yeah, what was going on between you two? Top Gear. <laughs> um, anyway, I believe we're going to uh, take a, a wander into email corner. I think oh, we should. We haven't see, for ages. See if I'm still... Here we go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm mixing now, I'm mixing on I the... like that. <laughs> you were scratching earlier, so it's we've all... got mixing and scratching. I love yeah, that bit brilliant. at the end. It's all gone a bit like whiplash. A is that, was that um, that cartoon used to be on The Simpsons? Itchy and Scratchy. Oh, that's um, scratchy. Okay. Dear Frank, Emily and Alan, after listening to Frank's story about the game of I Spy with Buzz on the bus... I should say this, um, oh, yeah. that, that Buzz said... Buzz does colours instead of letters, so he doesn't know letters yet. Buzz is my two-and-a-half-year-old. So he said, um, I Spy might lie on the beginning with grey... Mm-hmm. And uh, Christian Grey had just got on. Yeah. No, no, what are the chances? And then he said, um, Daddy's hair. Which is quite a tough moment Ouchy. for me. Uh, anyway, he says, after listening to that story, I thought I'd make Frank feel better. I took my four-year-old son for a haircut and I asked him how he would like it cutting. He looked up at me and said, I'd like my hair cut like yours, Daddy. He paused for just a second before adding, with a hole in the back. Oh. Thanks, Tom. Oh, that's I think that harsh. means he's a balding gentleman. Yes. But um, 
He I might be a Franciscan. I hope he then yeah, could have been asking for a tonsure. Yeah. I hope he then did say to the hairdresser, "Could you just shave a little chunk yeah. out of the back of his that'll head?" That's what he wants. Cheeky little cheeky yeah. monkey. What my boy wants? He cheeky gets. monk. <laughs> cheeky monk. <laughs> really? Franciscans, Frank. Um, what came first, the haircut or the um, pledging themselves to the religious order? Oh, I think that was all part of the oh. of the pledge so that they'd be recognised in okay. the community. I think was the idea. Okay. What about the cappuccine monks <laughs> who wore... Well, they have chocolate uh, on the top. Well, <laughs> yeah. But this is it. They wore a grey, pointy um, hood on their habit. And, with that? and that's where Cappuccino gets its name from, Shut because up. it's got that pointy top on the Shut coffee up. thing. That's no. honestly, definitely oh, true. Oh, what about the lattes? <laughs> yeah. And the Vimto's. Do you remember the Vimto's? <laughs> they were a very small order in the north of England. Yeah. I don't know. I think I had quite a large, large order for Vimto in our house. <laughs> Yeah, that's, um, it's never caught on, has it, the um, people shaving their head to make them look bald? No. You know, people shave their heads completely, mm -hmm. but you know the, the sort of nerd uh, look, like ja Jarvis Cocker are yes. wearing glasses and a card. Yeah. They never went, they never shaved their heads and, like, <laughs> constructed a comb-over. <laughs> you know, thought, let's look bald. That's, like, the last, the yeah. last non-cool thing left is to look like those bald with a bit of hair around the back. <laughs> That's what I'm going to... Should we do it? Yeah, I'd be up for that. I'd love it's to start that, that trend. Start that trend so people um, cut their, shave their heads to look like Philip Larkin. Mm. I'd be well up for that. Yeah, let's do it. You go first. All right. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're still in email corner. <laughs> Let's move on to Wilco's correspondence. Oh, OK. Wilco. Having been on the beach for the day, mm -hmm. I return... I like that he dispenses with the high frank. Mm -hmm. No, it's so <laughs> straight in. That's, I like that. Boom. He's, you know... I get so annoyed on telly when somebody comes on and says, how are you? Oh, I'm all right, how are you? I think, oh, what, what, why are you doing this bit? Oh, lovely to be here. It's just dead air. Mm. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Well, I think he's gone a bit Fifty Shades of Grey. There's no pleasantries here. OK. He's straight in. Having been on the beach for the day, I returned to the car only to find I'd lost the keys. Oh. Having spent 20 minutes, he likes the word having, vainly searching the huge expanse of sand, my then-girlfriend, oh, mm. <laughs> offered up a prayer to St Anthony, oh. turned round on the spot three times... And within three and within seconds, I'm sorry, located the keys a few metres away. Fantastic. So, what's the deal Conclusive with St Anthony? Proof. Oh, Conclusive um, proof. Oh. Conclusive proof. Three times, Frank. I thought that this sounds like witchcraft. It does. This is one of the yeah. few anecdotes when I've heard someone say, so she turned around and said, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> she actually did. <laughs> Literally turned around. Um... I, uh, you well, like this, St Anthony is... It, I was talking about I lost my um, keys to the back door. Mm. I couldn't shut the back door. And, Tell um, me about it. And um, I said a friend of mine always prays to St Anthony if he loses anything. Because oh, yeah. he's, he's the, the, um, the patron saint of lost things. Mm-hmm. And so this person has, has um, picked up on that. Does he do careers? I genuinely find it troubling that this person can turn around three times, pray to St Anthony, and then is allowed to drive a motorised vehicle. That's ridiculous, <laughs> surely. What? Because what they're about? believing in fairies, finding their keys for them, and then they fairies. can operate heavy machinery. Fairies. Unbelievable. Oh, he, he won't like this. 
I'm not expecting him to like it, but, you know, those, it is my thoughts on it. <laughs> those who dance are thought mad by those who cannot hear the music. Have you seen Frank dancing? <laughs> yeah. Seems I can't hear the music either. <laughs> so what was it? Is that, is that the whole...? That's the email, yeah, from Wilco. We've okay. also had, um, 623... Is it possible that she sneaked, uh, sneaked in a metal detector? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Now you're talking well, my language. Yes, it is possible, <laughs> but I find it extraordinary that you're the one. Yeah, yeah, I like Doubting it. Thomas over there. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I've let, I've let the whole side down. My work here is done. Mm. Well, it will be if you carry on like <laughs> this. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8 12 15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I went a bit Jeff Stelly. If you're bored, you go, ah, ah in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> I tell uh, you, you might be emailing us. Oh, yeah. The Queen. <laughs> Girlfriend's got Facebooked up. What? Did you read that? The Royals are on um, social media now. Oh, oh God! This makes sense. Queen's on Facebook. Media. Well, I say the Queen. It's Prince Andrew, who um, he took a been... photo of the Queen. Yeah, and himself, and himself. Well, I'd say I would say a, a big thank you. First of all, I'd completely forgot that Prince Edward existed. <laughs> what about Alice Beer? Oh I yeah, she I existed. About her as well. Yeah. It's, when did he take these photos? <laughs> <laughs> Eight years ago. I don't know. Eight years ago. It was she like 1996 all over oh, I never, again. I never posted these. <laughs> all they needed was you and David Baddiel to turn up. Well, now. <laughs> Tony Hadley was there. Tony Hadley? Yeah, I haven't seen him since the Sonys when he ate my dinner. He ate your dinner? Yeah, two Tony dinners Hadley. Tony Hadley ate my dinner. Do you know what? I've realised a thing about myself this week. Somebody was talking about their appetite and how much they'd eaten, and it made me genuinely happy. <laughs> and this is a very strange, specific thing about me, that I somehow get, like, endorphins released when I hear about people's appetites being big. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> but the fact that Tony Hadley ate two dinners just has made me feel genuinely joyous. Like, Did you leave in that, Em? I said, uh, and I didn't <laughs> have a chance to properly <laughs> respond, and it was down. Down, yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, brilliant. He said, if you, if you leave it any longer, it'll get cold! <laughs> <laughs> Always. And so, um, yes, but Prince Edward, I'd compl- I honestly had forgotten it. What no. does he, how did he get the job of being the royal, doesn't have to go anywhere or do anything? That's a good no, gig, actually, isn't it? Yeah, not, he not used bad. to work for the, um, ironically enough, the really useful theatre group, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> That's taking the mickey, wasn't he? <laughs> I bet, you, I bet you at that do he was introduced to the Queen and she had no idea who he was. <laughs> <laughs> he said, hello, Mommy, what did you call me? <laughs> Countess of Wessex, as I believe they're known, those two. Imagine she... that, the Queen. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> she had on uh, VB, the I was Countess sure. of right. Wessex. Victoria Beckham dress, 2000. Not one of my favourites from the collection, I Is won't that lie. Right? She had on a VB. Yeah, yeah, she had on VB. She had a VB LBD. That's what it was. They talked about her understated curves. I like that. That's what they call it. Am I am I right in saying that the count that Wessex does it is a fictional? Uh, I thought it was I Thomas Hardy, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think it did exist, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's I think like so. an Anglo-Saxon thing. Yeah. Um, 
but not it doesn't exist now. It I was in it, Thomas Hardy, you're right. Mm, I did enjoy I the uh, Daily Mail commenter that had put it's it's spelled Essex <laughs> somewhat <laughs> misunderstanding the point. <laughs> it's what? It's not spelled Wessex, it's Essex. They thought it was a typo oh. in the story. <laughs> well it it's like being the Duke of Atlantis, isn't it? <laughs> Why not? How That's a mini series I'd watch. <laughs> but how did yeah. they get? How did they get to be na- the countess of something that doesn't exist? Well, someone will know. I yeah. don't know. Anyone out a there? Good, is that today's texting? Yes. It's taken us a while to stumble on one, but it's a good one. Sophie mm. Wessex, as they call her. I love that as well. She they, became Sophie when they Wessex. sign off, introduced to the Queen, and she said, "Oh yes, Sophie Wessex, <laughs> hold me close, don't <laughs> let me go." He was on no, the show mommy. once. Mummy, it's my wife. Who are you? I'll ask you again. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> you know they sign off their pictures with their initials. Yes, the royals. The royals. So, yeah, I like that. Yeah, you know, like when Anton Deck, because they have a, an official Twitter account, for example, Anton Deck social did. media. Yes, and oh, they God. have their, they share. It's called at Anton Deck or something. I've okay. been really stalling on joining the social media, but now that might be the clincher. I might join now. Do you know what, darling? I think that ship has sailed. You know, Mummy's saying. <laughs> oh, really? I, okay. Yeah, I think you've left it too late now. Yeah, I think you, you can't right. join oh, now because you, you don't have Anton enough Deck. followers. <laughs> oh, yeah, you haven't got enough followers. That's the trouble. That's fine. You'd have a three-day period where you'd only have, like, a thousand. Oh, I'd, I'd be all right with 12. 12 followers would do me. Work for Jesus. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was referring to. Was it? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm making a lot of religious references today. Sorry. Well, there was an email about St Anthony. Um, I like the fact that uh, he'd put AY at the end. The yeah, Duke A-Y. of York. He put um, a family hey, photo what? before we join... Andrew York. Oh, ...the guests. Yeah, so it, it, at the end of the <laughs> thing it just said A-Y, but I thought it was a bit like Ali G, that he'd finished his, his text that he was putting I. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was him it being was a bit like word up. <laughs> it's a different world. And I like the fact that they posted a photo of the Queen from her private apartments on Facebook. Yeah. They're not anymore, are they? They're pretty public apartments now. Everyone's seen the decor. What's that? The party was in a private no, apartment. They, the, yeah, they have one of those Facebook parties. They invited <laughs> everyone and loads of people turned up. Oh, OK. Was Zoella there? <laughs> Frank, what about relationship status? Duke of Edinburgh? It's complicated. It's complicated. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Now, you know we've been talking about this St Anthony character (laughs) and the keys or whatever. 999 says, Hi all, call me a cynic, but do you think the girlfriend who found, close quotes, the keys after doing a twirl might have had them all along? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, what's your evidence? You don't know the people, you don't don't know the situation. What's your evidence? That from a religious person. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not claiming evidence. We've also had uh, Neil in Penge, brackets Salford. I think he might be on the road. Neil in Penge again. Yeah, saying... <laughs> I uh, told you, Neil in Penge, whether you like it or not. He's saying, uh, how good is this St Anthony at Rhodes? I'm lost and can't find Bately. Uh, St Tom Tom has deserted me. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, he's your mate. Can you ask him if it's near Salford? <laughs> and are you guys broadcasting a rattling sound? Thought not, my day's about to get worse. Oh, oh. no, he's oh, got does a, that mean he's in his, um, he's in his, his vehicle. vehicle? There's a rattlesnake in yeah. the car. Yeah. <laughs> I sounds, hate it when that happens. Yeah, sounds like his turbo's on the go. Yeah. Or he's driving so. and, uh, no, Mr T's in the passenger seat. <laughs> I used to, the one thing I used to know about a car is if it sort of went, you're going to fan belt. 
Found Found belt. Belt. Oh, my one bit of manual And then I'd knowledge. always think, I've got to pull over, use my stockings. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I, I should update you guys. Last week we were discussing my uh, forthcoming birthday celebrations, weren't we? Now gone. Um, all gone. All gone. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a week older. Uh, <laughs> my son, the day after my 40th birthday, said, are you 41 now? Because he was 40 in one day. Oh, um, dear. Glad it doesn't that, work like that. I'm, I'm glad it doesn't work like that. Mm. But... I won't have it in my life. Something has come up that has started well, to trouble me. You're lucky at 40. I, uh... Oh, I got, sorry, everyone. I got given... That's a bit Davrovian. <laughs> oh, you get a, <laughs> I get it now. I got given a, um... A I big, got it then. A tome of a book from oh. my friend Daniel. Bought me a big hardback. I know and, which Daniel that is, because I'm a my, fan of his. And my wife bought me a, um... A what paperback. book was it? Um, well, I can't remember the title of the one Daniel got me. It's, oh. uh... Uh, it's, by a, it's by a writer that I know that the I Bible. like. No, not not that one. Not that one. Um, <coughs> and it's my wife a, okay. bought me a paperback as well. Um, and I like I, these are just it's what, what they're made of. From <laughs> the actual books he doesn't know what they're called. You like seven? Actually, my wife had bought me the book. I got by, three books: a brown one, a red one. <laughs> Ironically enough, last week when we talked about me seeing the film American Sniper, she bought me the book that it's based on. But weeks before, <laughs> I had bought, I had seen the film, not knowing that I, just because it's meant to be a good book. So. Two more books now staring me in the face. Yeah. And there's already a huge pile of books by my bed that I'm in the middle of. And previously she's bought me all of Joe Nesbo, like some Pacey Fifty thrillers. Shades, oh, yeah. I haven't one got through Fifty three. Shades. But Pacey thrillers I quite like for on the road. They're good. You don't have to, you know, mm. mentally exert. I'm probably in the middle of There must of be an American actress called Pacey Thrillers. <laughs> she I imagine nice. I think you like a a book with a samurai sword on the front. Oh, that sounds good. Do you know what I mean? I've probably yeah. got some of those. Yeah. I've been McNabb man. <laughs> oh, yeah. A silhouette and a samurai sword, and then you're yeah, good I'd to have go. That. I'd have that. But I think I might be in the middle of about a hundred books. And <gasps> <it's>, <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's, when you say in the middle, do you mean 16 pages in? Yeah, yeah, I've sort but, of abandoned a few. A bit of paper after the I'm, first chapter. I'm not sure I'll ever go back to Cloud Atlas, the David Mitchell one. Do you know I didn't I, get along with that either? Um, ben Ochre, The Famished Road, that's, I'm not going back there. Yeah, oh, no, that's one of our favourite books in InStyle magazine. Know, <laughs> we hold that up, Frank, as our Bible in InStyle, The Famished Road. Well, I bet you do. But I'm I'm now having to start to prioritise books. I mean, I've got a few loaned books that I need to start on, because they need to go back, don't they, at some point. In fact, I think I've got one of your books in the, uh, in the bit in between the bedroom and the bathroom. I know it. What we call the vestibule. Okay. Um, oh. We've got, there's just one of yours, I think it's Pompeii or something, Pompeii. I didn't know he wrote that. Pompeii. No, not, not you <laughs> writing it. One that you've lent Howard, you're thinking of. <laughs> one that, that you've lent out. Wrong Frankie. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to have to start on loaned books and then work my way through to actual books that I Pompeii. own. How are we going to read them all before we Is die? Exactly. <laughs> How are we going to do it, No, but Frank? it's really worrying me. And I haven't even started on the periodicals. Maybe you should play a song and then I'll get well, to the periodicals. Well, maybe we can read during it. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. I just got a text from uh, from my girlfriend. It says, I left you flowers and a card by the door and oh. you didn't see it. Oh, isn't that lovely, now, that though? that could be a very clever ruse, couldn't it? Are you sure it's meant for you? Oh. oh. I think it was the outside of the door. <laughs> you think she's seeing the milkman? 
Oh, do you think fabulous that would be a very confessions thing to do, Robin? She's going to the door in just a negligee. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to be honest, if I hadn't got you Valentine's stuff and you were leaving the house at six something a.m. to come to do this radio show, I would probably have sent you a text saying I left you card and flowers by the door and you didn't see it, and mm. then I'd barrel out to the no, shops exactly. to get. No, I'm wondering if that. If yeah. that, if that. Says the man who won't even say Happy Valentine's. No, no, there's no point. I'm nice to her the whole year. That's how we work. That's that's what we do. Like, I don't want to be one of those guys going, no, oh, it's just for the card makers to make a lot of money. Just saying I got theatre tickets, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got um, flowers and a card. Apparently. <laughs> and then um, after the show, I'm going to get a car to uh, Adrian Childs' house so we can watch West Brom, West Ham. <laughs> well, that's romantic. That yeah. is your Valentine. I did say she can come over for the second half. <laughs> <laughs> She brings snacks or something. She doesn't have to bring snacks. No, it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> Just bring yourself. Oh, can you imagine Adrian buy you flowers? Or oh, my uh, happy Valentine's. Adrian's nice. cooking and everything. He's, Is he? uh, he's having a romantic a, meal. He's doing a traditional uh, South African dish. Is he? Yeah. What is that then? Sausages and mish. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. Um, I'll tell you what it is. I'm sure he wouldn't mind me revealing this. He's doing uh, babotti. You sent me a text, you fancy Babotti, a classic South African dish which is a winning combination of minced lamb, spice with an element of sweetness added by dried fruit and mango chutney. That That's the sort of great. text I get from Adrian Childs. <laughs> I think it's excellent. very sweet, he's gone to such an effort for you. No, it's lovely. Do you know what you've just reminded me? I've got an Adrian Childs book on the shelf as well. Cookbook? So, no, oh, he, uh, he should uh, write a cookbook. <laughs> he could write a cookbook, uh, why not? Everyone else seems to, don't they? Yeah. Cheese and Childs. Cheese and Childs. Yeah. yeah. Emily, you wouldn't have that. You'd say no chives, no Childs. No, no Childs. No I, yeah. um... Too many on, books. On the books front, by the way, when mm. we were talking about dystopian novels... Yeah. That's another thing. Oh, I, I, found, down, dear. I found that piece of paper that, uh, you know, I scribble sometimes during the show and I was scribbling ideas. Ne Chamberlain Wonder, again. Wondered what he did during <laughs> the show. <laughs> <laughs> I found a bit of paper with, you know, stuff that we were talking about and, like, a little list of dystopian novels that I must read one Something day. Something else to read? Yeah. Well, can I add another? Oh, Go God, on. really? I just read um, Ridley Walker by Russell Hoban, which That's I would say... just a load of old names. I would say one of the great novels I've ever read. Really? Oh, Not only is it a brilliant novels. novel, but the bloke has invented a language to write it in. No. It's fantastic. Well, and there's a Mr Punch element... Who's I'm there? not giving. That's not a spoiler because he's on the cover, and I always used to think that I, because I, I couldn't do that. Naughty, naughty, naughty! I could maybe go into um, Punch and Judy work. Something to fall back. Apparently, on. it's been very constrained by political correctness. Then. <laughs> Funny that. Yeah, vegetarian sausages. That's, Frank, that's the least of it. Can I? I'll, t I'll tell you the rest after. But the stick, the stick, the wife, the mm. baby in the frying pan. That's all gone. Yeah. <laughs> like the tone of regret. Tough times, tough times for it the is, Punch and Judy it, it wannabe. Is, yeah, it is. It, it is tough. They're uh, they're up against it. Um, so, um, you know, it's, you know, they say you can take the animals out of the circus mm. and it'll be rubbish. Um, <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Can I ask, um, ask a question? You can ask. How many pages into a book, a new book, uh, are you allowed to abandon it? 
Mm. I mean, well, if you use a, a bad relationship guide... I have... Um, give it a month. Some people say you should finish every book you start, even oh. if you're not enjoying it. I That's don't agree with that. That's a terrible idea. Really bad. Samuel Johnson, the mm. 18th century um, writer, said that that would be like every person you meet you have to stay friends with. Exactly. That's a good point. Yeah, which... Um, that would be terrible. Mm. <laughs> yes. That's a good point. It yeah. is like reading new books is a bit like making new friends. I've got enough. I think, um, I think if you are... I once spoke to someone who, who did, like, a big book award judging thing, mm -hmm. and, and she said that they sort of... They, they read 50 pages. Oh, and yeah. if they thought if a book hasn't got you in 50 pages, it's yes. going to get you. Mm -hmm. And I think 50 is liberal. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a lovely time with a, to, a Rob Lowe at the moment. I'll tell you what I do. Very I'm good writer's autobiography. Rob Lowe. Yeah, I'm reading his autobiography. It's very oh, good. That sounds good, yeah. Did he write Goodwill Hunting? No. <laughs> OK. <laughs> I, um, I tend to judge them mainly by their coffers. Yes, people say you shouldn't do that. But yeah. But it's not a bad system. <laughs> no, it tells exactly. you quite a lot about the book, often. Yeah. But you read magazines too, don't you? So how you find yes, the time? Yes, can I recommend the tablet, the Roman Catholic Weekly? Not for me. Um, he <laughs> says putting closer and chat in his bag every week. Yes, who Frank? Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I've I've been uh, I've been picking up a free Mojo or a Q from here from because I should explain we're owned by a major magazine publisher, so yes. we get we get we get some free. But I magazine. think I'm going to have to stop doing that because I've also got subscriptions to uh, The Week, which is like a weekly round Can you not mention magazines that aren't, aren't published? I'm afraid I'll have to. <laughs> oh, men's Health. Men's oh, Health, no. which my he wife... My wife subscribed me to Men's Health. You're very Men's and Health. And then when it Your arrives... Your subscribed me to Men's Health? She subscribed me to it. slap in the face, that is. <laughs> Even glad worse... I'm when glad it, that sentence ended that way. When it arrives and I read it, she then takes the mick out of me for being the kind of guy that reads Men's Health. I'm thinking, well, you got me it. It's I'm a trap. Yeah, what it's else? a trap. Paleo Monthly. Uh, Philosophy Now, she's subscribed me to as a gift, which I think will be nice. That's good. I, I've subscribed, Kath, to Charlie Buchan's Football Monthly. <laughs> nice. And my mum's signed me up for Motorcycle News as well. I've just got too many things to read. That here. That's one of ours. No, it's stopped. They've stopped putting it out, and I've I'll got it as a gift. I'll tell you what you like. Uh, Kung Fu Teens. You know what I'm going to stop doing? Come I'm on. just going to stop oh, reading anything. <laughs> I'm going to stop reading stuff that isn't books and magazines, like road signs or ingredients lists or recipes or mm, labels. I'm just going to cut idea. out all reading except books and magazines. That's the only way to deal with this. I've had that Donna Tart in my bag for about six months. Must It'll have gone, gone off. off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a draw. It's a tie. It's a handshake. We'll a leave it there. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane together... The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Uh, I also should very quickly um, tell you that I, I received a, a wristwatch for my birthday from my mum, so I'd like to no, thank oh, her. Oh, that's what you got from your mum. But it's... Um, you know, last week we were talking about our thin wrists and we even we even Because I'm embarrassed. I saw it earlier, Alan, and what did I say? I said, it's not that bad, really. Yeah, which I find offensive, because I like it. But, um, <laughs> I like it. And it's, 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 it's chunky, though. It's quite watch. an action man watch. I don't mind yeah, it, it at all. Quite, um, I mean, it's got a compass in it. I don't think I'll ever use that. I've got sat-nav, but... Um, yeah. yeah, it's quite chunky. And you know, you said that some links had been taken out of one that you were wearing for a television job. Yes. I went to get this adjusted, because when I first opened it, I mean, I think I could have put it on my thigh... And it still would have slid well, off. It would be, be all right for Lent. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. 
It's like a Cel- you know, there's Celise at the. Uh, no. Have you seen um, the Da Vinci Code? No. T- tough room, darling. <laughs> yeah. It's Celice like a, to my worries. Very good. Um, it's like a barbed wire <laughs> yeah. garter. Oh, okay. That people wear to uh, remind yeah. them that the physical body is not the most important thing. Well, anyway, I took it to the shop <laughs> okay. to, to get get some links out, and uh, uh, yeah. and the guy took them out one at a time came back still baggy went back in oh, came no. back Say still when. baggy how embarrassing oh, I thought I was going to be there for the whole afternoon three links he took out in order to put it on my wrist you my must have tiny been, puny wrist you must have been praying for a bit of water retention <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well that's what I'm using men's health for to try and bulk up my forearms so I end up with skinny oh. wrists and huge forearms it looks like it, it fits very done. snug fit now oh, no, it fits now but I still feel like the rest of my arms should be bigger to sort of make it seem less uh, less chunky Mm. Someone bought me. You know those. You know when you see an old war veteran with a line of medals, big line of medals on his chest, unlike a bar. They mm-hmm. bought me uh, a set of. You know those nurses upside down watches. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Set of those on a bar with the times of all the uh, major capitals. Oh, that's good. That's useful for you. That's yeah. nice. So uh, I don't. I mean, I. You know, I don't wear it for work. That's why I haven't got it on now. But <laughs> if I'm going to an event, I'll uh, I'll wear it. An event? <laughs> when are you going to an event? <laughs> Uh, well, I'm going to the opening night of uh, Sweeney Todd. Oh, all right. Opera. You could wear it for travel. You could. <laughs> yeah, when I'm off to uh, do my research in my novel in Pompeii. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What about just now? We discovered what all women want. Which well, is Daisy Ray's the subject of. She said, "What about when men take their t-shirt off by yanking it from behind, basically?" Uh, yeah, so you put your hand over your shoulder, grab your t-shirt, and with what one, one over hand, your head, and then pull it off. Yeah, and I think I think Nadal was. The oh, all the example. tennis players do it. Daisy said, "Do you like it?" I said, "Do I like it?" I came over quite peculiar. <laughs> yeah. Um, Quite Sarah peculiar is the uh, name of the runner. Frank attempted to do it, <laughs> yeah. and it was awful. I can't believe you said that. No, I can't. I can't Frank, either. Um, I don't know where to look. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Even um, on radio, I don't know where Frank to look. Frank attempted to do it, and I wept tears of pathos. Yes, I couldn't get my arm anywhere near. You couldn't far physically enough. do it. I could. Be- I barely got past my hair. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, it's amazing, though. <laughs> See, they can talk like this, though, but we can't talk like this anymore. If I no. said, oh, that moment when you give a woman a bit of a hog and you, you feel no, a bit of buckling think, at the back. I think you should stop there. I think you should if stop I there. If I said that, that'll I, be regarded is, as... Uh, I'm going to be requesting that this weekend. Lecce. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's tough being a man Le- in the modern Lecce, era. Lecce Valesca. Cafe Con Lecce. Thank you very much. Well, I don't mind if I do. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but it no, sounds I've not good. understood anything for it. Coffee no. with milk. Oh, nice. I believe, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what excited me this week. Uh-oh. Mm. Big time is um, when I replied to Adrian Charles's text, I wrote manana. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which means oh. tomorrow. And I don't know if you've ever done that on a text. Did you do a kiss? No, but if you do... I didn't. If oh. you do... Um, if you do... I don't... It was early. I wasn't sure he to clean his teeth. <laughs> 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 but I sent manana, and if you do manana on a text, try it. Oh, does um, it give you the little it thing? It gives you the it gives you the little thing on the top. It's the not on a mouth, is it? What it's is a squiggle. It? Oh, it's called. Yeah. I think. Call it yeah. a squiggle. That's what they call it. The <gasps> squiggle. El squiggle. I think they call it in oh, Spain. Were you excited? I would have loved. I that. love it. Sometimes I send manana, even if I'm not seeing people <laughs> the next day. <laughs> oh, I'd recommend that. 
So thank you very much for um, listening. And um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again um, this time next week. Um, and so... Uh, Manana. Yeah. Get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.